Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. This is your host Gabby and I am so honored to have you here today. And I hope that this episode finds you well wherever you are at in your week, in your day, in this season of life that you're in. And today we are just going to chat real quick uh, about homeschool. And this is my second year diving into the homeschool world and so I thought I would bring you along for the journey because I know I shared prior um in prior years the last year what we um, were up to what we did how I was growing and stepping into it not really sure it was new territory and still very much is new territory for me um but I share these things to encourage you or maybe just give you a glimpse into um you know the homeschool life um, whether or not you homeschool or not. Um, and yeah, that, you know, we're, we're getting things done over here and just the things I've learned along the way about, um, how it can look from family to family and just, I guess, how I have now started to see things different than the school systems, the school system and, um, the cookie cutter, you know, sit in desks, listen to the teacher, go to the next class kind of thing. And, um, yeah, how it's going for us. So this year I have, um, two of my kids full-time schooling, I guess we'll call it. And my oldest is going to be seven in January. And my next one that I have been working with this year on, basically just a lot of k4 kindergarten type stuff um he's four and a half or almost four and a half i should say and we are working on mastering those basics hammering those basics of letters alphabet colors shapes numbers counting all the things so um we are doing really well with the counting aspect now and um recognizing numbers and things like that but the letters is where we are having the hang up so um, it's not a big deal not a big deal at all but these are the things that we got to learn in the beginning to be able to move forward and progress it all into the future things so I have to be careful because my oldest has very similar personality to me and um, type a personality very smart and wow I'm really talking myself up (laughs) um no I he's just a really smart kid and things tend to seem to come a little easier to him and um 
yeah, it's been, it's been really encouraging to watch him learn to read and do math and play these big games that are just like adult games, um, like board games and stuff where there's a lot of strategy and thinking, but he has a perfect dad to help, um, with those kinds of things. And I'll play along too, if I know the game, but um, his dad is really good at explaining games and concepts because he loves doing that kind of stuff. So we would take Winston on different levels of different kinds of games. And then we would say, all right, I think you're ready for this game. And it's like for ages, what, eight and up or 10 and up. And he's not even seven yet. So um, he's really, really done wonders over the last year and a half, we'll say. Um, so with my oldest, we are still doing, so we finished his reading book. I'm not doing the reading lesson book with my four and a half year old yet. Cause he doesn't even know his letters. He calls them numbers sometimes. And I'm like beside myself <laughs> patience, right? Um, seriously, homeschooling, it, it is, requires a whole other level of patience, outside of just mom life patience. So um, I'm not always perfect at it, but I try to remind myself that I am the teacher as well. And hey, I had to learn somewhere too. So I had to have a really good patient teacher, even though I wasn't homeschooled. Um, you know, had to have those people be patient with me and teach me and whatever my mom taught me. So, you know, um, so we are doing, uh, so we're done with his reading lesson book. And he is into just like reading all the books we've gotten books from other grandparents like hey here give these to Winston he's totally this is his level um we've gotten stuff at the library we are getting more and more books like if anything books are awesome and we actually have implemented a really neat thing um we had heard of a dad who would give his son well just maybe it was a quarter but we're doing a quarter for every book he would read but it couldn't just be like some you know 10 page big font book with a bunch of pictures like he's got to read a book and then he's got to tell us a few things or we can ask him some questions about it and then he's got to be able to um you know regurgitate all of that information and answer the questions to know that he actually read it and processed it and um understood what he was reading and the concepts or the storyline uh, and so we made a little container for him to put some quarters in. And uh, it's it's neat because, I mean, why not reward your kid for reading books that like that? And they're only going to get bigger and bigger and more in-depth as he gets older, um, what he's reading. So I'm excited for him to, um, to pursue that. I think that's a really neat thing. Um, money is a motivator for sure. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see excuse me um so there's the reading with that and then I'm working on so the math program or the math curriculum we use is math you see and they have a spelling slash like handwriting type thing um called spelling you see so we are using a spelling you see it's um going through different nursery rhymes with him and he is saying them out loud he's clapping or he's learning the syllables he's learning what commas are periods are how to write in lowercase um what what's the difference between uppercase and lowercase um what else um he is now i am there is a section where i am now reading like their three letter words out to him i'm reading them out loud 
and he is writing them by sound. So if I say dog or hog or, you know, mud, he is writing those and then, you know, I see how he, how he does. So he's cruising through that. This might be a little too easy for him, but in, in all, uh, he actually is getting really good practice with writing, writing his letters, especially the lowercase because most kids will start with the uppercase because it's easier. And, um, so he's doing really awesome with that. We do a page a day, real simple math, same thing. Matthew C he's into the second curriculum or the second level. We'll say, uh, the alpha and he, there's each lesson has like a short video to explain the concept, go over it. And then we will sit down together and help. I'll help him understand that concept if he doesn't get it. And he does a lesson or two a day in that book. So it's all about the repetition um, and, you know, gaining that familiarity. So he is adding big numbers. Um, He's learning how to estimate. He's learning how to carry when adding. So if you have a number greater than 10, how to carry that extra number over. And he's learning about money and the decimal points and, you know, how to... um, what are dimes and nickels and pennies worth and you know story problems so it's it's really good and it's really neat to watch his brain like I don't know just take off with that and understand the concepts also then I I remember growing up doing speed drills does anyone ever remember doing speed drills in school for math so I found a book on Amazon for super cheap and I am copying the pages out of the book so that I can reuse it for my other kids down the road and he's got a folder and I'll print off like a whole week's worth of them so every day I just tell him go grab your folder grab your next speed drill let me know when you're ready and then I set a timer and he does like 50 to 60 addition problems um, and they'll progressively get harder and harder there'll eventually be some subtraction ones but we have not worked on subtracting yet in his math um, curriculum and um, so he gets to beat the clock and it's super fun and I think that um, yeah it's just a great way to make it fun keep mastering those skills and uh, a lot of those things will just become second nature and autopilot with the adding and then all that stuff so those are two core things so uh, the math and the spelling and the and I guess three and the reading I make sure that he reads books you know like you know I think we need to have some quiet time once you grab some you know good books um to read and then he's got some chores like he does dishes he'll help sweep he helps at the table Wednesdays we're kind of making the day that he makes oatmeal in the morning um and then you know we want to eventually you know pick a night that he could make a basic dinner and he would learn to make that you know like rice on the stove and um, some chicken and steam a vegetable and make it real simple you know and something that he can master um I eventually want to get him learning uh how to do sourdough if he can read numbers like he can use a scale he can mix things up so I think it would be really good for him to um, start learning some of those things as well um, they he takes care of his laundry like when I wash it I say hey you boys have a whole basket of clothes clean clothes go sort your clothes put them away in your bins because I don't care what it looks like because they just rip clothes out of there anyway um, 
and they are on chicken and cat duty in terms of like just checking the food. I mean, I am too, but there are times when I said, hey, can you go check the the food and the water for the chicken or see how Dahlia's cat food and water are doing? Um, So those are things. Um, So really just getting them involved in a lot of household things um, and really starting to give Winston a little bit more and then have Titus up and coming, you know, my four and a half year old with uh, some of those some of those chores of unloading dishes or um you know sweeping which he's still like a little on the shorter end so this broom it's a little hard for him (laughs) but uh like today I had him fill up my flour container of my like baking flour I uh needed to refill from my big bucket of flour my pail um put it in the one that I keep in the cupboard to grab and go so um he filled that up for me so it's all about finding those little things Um, But he loves to be in the kitchen. He's my little kitchen guy. So um, he typically will be the one that will enjoy, you know, helping cook something or bake something with me. But um, so, yeah, so that is uh, what we're doing with the oldest. And like I said, uh, I have a little preschool bundle. I found this really neat um, website, homeschool resource called Arrows and Applesauce. She's on Instagram. And there's no way like a paid or an ad or anything like I'm just saying what I used um and I found she had some really cool bundles super cheap she created all the pages and stuff and um worksheets and things and I bought the preschool bundle and I printed it out for Titus and I hole punched it put it in a binder I got dot markers I got nice markers I've got um yeah, so I got those, and then, um, so we're going through the letters, there's shapes, there's counting, um, I mean, just tons of fun stuff, um, so we're going through that, I, um, have made a parking lot alphabet thing that I saw a lady on Instagram, thank God for Instagram, um, do, where you use a piece of cardboard, and you make stalls, like parking stalls for cars along the edges, a whole bunch, so I just measured them out along the way and then I wrote letters in each stall and then I found a whole bunch of cars like you know hot wheels and stuff and those little garage sale stick garage sale stickers that you put on items those little circle dots there's a whole bunch of different colors and then I wrote the cap or the the lowercase letter on all of those on different cars and so he has to drive the car around and match it to the uppercase letter so that was a super fun thing like I figured maybe he needs more of a hands-on thing and they love to play with their cars so um it's actually super sweet because I've gotten to witness Winston getting to sit down with him and help him where I'm like oh that that's so helpful like Winston why don't you why don't you sit down with Titus and do this well mom you know maybe gets dinner going or lunch or something um, and it's super neat just to hear, like, see Winston, if, you know, once, that is like the next level. When you know it and you can teach it, boom, you're golden. You're golden. So it's super sweet. Um, and then I also bought, um, like, these flash, not flashcards, but there's a big giant, um, like, half sheet of paper with the big letter A on it. And then a picture of, like, let's say Apple. And then, like, Um, areas that he can trace the letter and then trace a word that starts with a and trace the uppercase and trace the lowercase and so I laminated them um, so they're just like half sheets paper and then I um, put a hole punch in each one and they're just hanging by a little ring a clip ring Um, and he can use erase dry erase markers and trace those anytime oh my gosh I just looked over guys on my wall and there's like a stink bug or whatever you call those things freaked me out 
Okay, you stay right there, little guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I was like, what is moving? Um, where was I? Okay, so the trace, <laughs> the trace things. Uh, he can do those, you know, easily at the table while I'm working with Winston or something. And that gets him more in front of letters as well and the concept of writing them. And we're listening to the ABC song. We're, we're doing puzzles with ABCs. All the things. Um, if you have any tricks that you found that have helped your kids learn their letters, like I'm all about it. Um, I've known some people that do like the cardboard letters for a week or whatever and they decorate like the letter A that's on the cardboard and you hang it up and you do A-themed things like A, you know, foods that are with A and whatever. Like you make a theme out of each letter. So maybe, maybe some year. Um, we'll see. But for now, I feel like I've got a lot of different things for him in terms of that. We read books together. Um, yeah, he's involved with some chores. He watches Winston's math sometimes with him. And then I actually do have, um, we do a devotional at breakfast most, most mornings. Um, I have a little devotional that we'll do. And then I have a history book. The Tuttle Twins is another resource that I'm doing. I probably will try and link to most of this in the show notes so that you can see what I've been using. Um, so you can make your own best informed decision. Um, but the Tuttle Twins, um, I bought a whole bunch of reading series books for Winston. They basically just teach just the, there's no crazy wonky things, you know, in the world that's going on right now. It's just all the basics of back to what history has taught us, you know, um, the concepts of entrepreneurship, the concepts of different laws and um, how, you know, the economy and, you know, all just basics, just basic things with no extra things in there um, that are unnecessary. And then I have a history book, two volumes. So we're, I'm just, it's just me reading it to them. So um, two to three days a week, I will be reading and having conversations with them about just the foundings of America and um, all the different, you know, just how we were founded and the way people lived and um, yeah, just basic American history. Uh, so we'll see what kind of comes in the winter. Um, I, I just got in the mail maybe about a week ago, week and a half. I have not had time to open it um, and dive into it yet. Hopefully by this week or next week. I bought a chicken. Because <laughs> we have chickens now, so not everything is chicken. Um, a homesteading curriculum that this family, they're going to be putting out like a cooking one. And oh, what was the other one? There was another one. Um, but they did this chicken one and I'm super excited for their other ones because I will buy them. And so they had a level for Winston's age and a level for Titus's age. So I got both of their activity books and then I got the teacher's guide. And we're going to learn about raising chickens and literally everything that has to do with chickens. And even down to like entrepreneurship things with them and building a coop and slaughtering and um you know i'm just watching this bug <laughs> climb um okay bye buddy oh and uh yeah so we're gonna go through that and that might be more of like our winter thing who knows that we'll really get into but um yeah i feel like we do have a lot on our plate with all that i was thinking of doing the human body but i feel like i need titus to be at that level that next level um, so that I could capitalize on both boys at the same time. So 
somehow, some way we're doing it. Juliet's kind of along for the ride in some things. We'll sit and do blocks and colors and Alex will too, um, dad. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to look like the eight hours of school or whatever. It, it really does not. And my mindset has really changed over time towards what it has to look like where I was like I am going to do my kids such a disservice I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in and really the most important things for our children is you know to learn for the for life skills is they're going to know how to read they're going to need to know how to read okay and write they're going to need to know their math basics math basics of math now, if they really, really want to go into engineering and architecture and all of that kind of stuff, science, you're going to need the next level math. But basic concepts math, we can do this. Um, I think history is important. Uh, but, you know, it's all about like what are you, are you doing it because you love history and you want to teach your kids history? Or, you know, is it more of like the hobby um, extra type of subject thing to learn and I think it's a great subject because it teaches us so much about the past and what we can learn from the past and how we got to where we are and um, yeah so I want to keep incorporating it if, even though it's not my favorite we'll just say that it's it's not my favorite thing to do but I do see the value of it um, and I just want them to keep learning basic life skills like that's super huge and then also social skills slash like um, public speaking. I heard it on a podcast that was talking about homeschooling. And I was like, yes, getting your kids exposed to some public speaking, whether or not, you know, maybe that's at a family lunch and they get to stand up in front of their cousins or their aunts and uncles or grandparents and share about something that we worked on. That is public speaking. That is working on that. Um. For my oldest, one of the things that we notice is he's really good at disc golfing. That's frisbee golf. Um, disc golfing is the official professional term. And we're really hoping that he takes off with it. Um, we will tell him to go putt discs, go see how many you can make. Or, you know, we'll give him a drill or whatever. Or he kind of now knows different drills and he'll go and do that. He'll watch them on YouTube. And then he'll go outside and play. Um, he's gone to spectate a really awesome event and watch the big guys play. Uh, so we don't know what that is in his future, but I would hope that we can get him involved in some things down the road. Um, so my kids will be socialized. They will know how to public speak. They will know how to be confident. They will have people skills. I think some people tend to think homeschoolers, they put them in this box of like they, they don't know how to interact with the world I don't know I definitely did I stereotyped it completely 100% till I was and there are some families like that we'll just say but I was exposed to a kind of a whole different side of homeschoolers and I was like oh I see and I've seen a lot of success come from that so really we're just not here to waste time I'm not here to put my kids to fit a mold I'm not here to teach them things that are not true that are unnecessary um, I'm here to have them gain life skills, value family. Um, yeah, 
and it teaches me a lot about myself as I'm having to teach them. But I love getting to watch their brains work. It's neat to get to see how each one learns differently and we get creative together. And um, I think it's going to be a really neat school year with Titus coming along. And you're wondering how I make it all work because I still have a two-year-old and a six-month-old. <laughs> um, yeah, baby could be crawling on the floor. Baby could be nursing in my lap while I'm helping one. Um, I could be baby wearing and making something on the counter while Winston's doing school at the table and we're talking back and forth. Titus could be doing a puzzle on the floor behind me about there was a map puzzle he was doing one time and Winston was doing math at the table and I was helping both of them while I was trying to whip up uh, something that needed to you know ferment for like sourdough or something I don't know or I was making a meal for a family one week I think and I kind of needed to really multitask and so everyone was just doing something and Titus was behind me on the floor doing the puzzle and I was like okay well now which one looks like you know let the box what picture is that find that state and you know putting the map together so uh it, it's not a it's not a perfect thing like the way I was raised and what I did with school like it's just night and day difference it's just night and day um and what I thought I had to look like and now as I'm seeing um, it, everything is very important and there is a time and place for the different subjects and topics and all of the things um, and but we're doing real good here and um, yeah I have sensory bins that I can have my two-year-old play with she's playing with her baby dolls or she's playing with puzzles or she's whining she could be whining so you know then you're like here just have some snacks and go play um, or I have Titus my four and a half year old playing with her while I'm working with Winston um, yeah I mean it's kind of whatever roll that roll of the dice I get that morning maybe I capitalize on doing the four and a half year old's schoolwork first because his attitude and demeanor will be more fresh and happy in the morning and Winston I can typically get him anytime in the day um, but I like to try and get us started at least by 9 a.m. Now, if they've been up for a while, I'm like, hey, we're rocking and rolling into the day, okay? Um, you know, we're doing breakfast and devotion, and then we'll roll into some school, and, you know, then we have time to, to play and pursue other interests and, and hobbies or make something fun in the kitchen or um, Fridays. I've been doing field trip Fridays right now, and uh, I wasn't in town this last Friday, but they got to be with their dad, um, so that's fun. And uh, so I think we're going to do another apple farm um, with some other people this week. We've done an apple farm. We did the zoo. Um, I think maybe we can get to the library uh, one week. But I want to get to another apple orchard. Uh, we're going to be going to a fire station with some other homeschooling moms. Oh, that'll be next Friday. So yeah, I guess we won't be going to the library. We That isn't necessarily a field trip to me, but... It could be an easy way for me to say, we're going on a field trip to the library. Um, yeah. Some days we go to the Y. Uh, and they will they'll go on child watch there. So it's just living life together. You know, we got chores. We got animals. We got life to live. Dishes to do. Laundry to fold. Butts to wipe. You know, all the things. And uh, every day just it just keeps going. So um, I just feel super excited to see what this next school year brings. I really want us to dive into some more of um, 
garden stuff too, learning. I have a bunch of resources that I need to dive into deeper and continue learning and uh, mastering our craft with that. But um, yeah, so I will be sure that I link these homeschooling um, names and resources that I have talked about um, in the show notes for you guys. But uh, I hope that this encourages you. I don't know if you homeschool or not. You can let me know. If you ever have questions, um, I'm happy to talk to you, you know, about how we decided, how we got started. Um, we also, I forgot to share, so we are read, so now that Winston is at a, this, uh, I think they had to be over six or I don't know. So we're registered in the state of Wisconsin, like as we're doing school with him. So um, we have to be sure that we we do that and um I don't think we had to register a name per se for our school but we need we we wanted to come up with a name for it so I think we're gonna call it rooted in him I don't know homeschool or rooted in him academy or something just kind of following that theme because it just seems to flow really well and um it seems to be a really good theme for our family that you know in and all we're rooted in him him being god um and from that, everything just flows. So um, that, I think, is going to be the name for our, for our school, our little schoolhouse here. And uh, it's, it's super fun. And I, yeah, by the grace of God, I am making it through each day. We're, we're learning lots about each other and um this is great for me too i'm excited about the chicken one i feel like i'm going to school sometimes in some of these things so stay tuned for what that chicken one is about because i'm i'm pretty pretty stoked about that that one is from the jones homestead but they named they made a new name they rebranded their like business from where they sell their things so there's so much out there um Again, there's, yeah, just tons of stuff. Even just like hybrid stuff, like nature school I've seen people do. And um, there's going to be no co-op this year. Last year we did a co-op for geography. Um, There's going to be no co-op this time. Um, But I'm going to really try and just stay plugged in with different homeschool outings, even in the wintertime, or maybe plan one myself. And um, yeah, we'll kind of just see how it goes. So, all right, friends. Well, I will catch you. On the next episode, if you found value here, it would mean so much if you would leave a rating and a review. Um, If you would share this with someone that you know is thinking about homeschooling, maybe they do homeschool, um, just needs a fresh perspective. Um, I think we all... are, can do do better by just learning from each other and opening our eyes and ears to new things. Um, and just um, not saying that you have to homeschool, but you know maybe it's on, on the back burner for you. Um, just with the times we're living in and the resources we do have. And um, yeah, maybe it's something that you guys are seriously considering. So again, happy to chat with anyone that might have questions, um, is unsure, um, or whatever it might be. I'm happy to be a resource for you as well. So happy school year to all of you, whether you are homeschooling or sending kids to uh, brick and mortar school, we'll call it that. Um, Make it the best year with those kids and all that they're learning and pursuing um, in in the school rooms and in their um, hobbies and interests. All right, we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye.